Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Hello, I'm Connor Falcon, and this is Driving Life. Welcome to episode 14, where I meet Sam Wade, Chief Executive of the Road Safety Authority. We talk about his new role and what he plans to do, and I get the chance to kick the tyres of the new road safety strategy, which aims to cut road deaths in half in the next eight years. You can check out previous episodes where I meet people like Dermot Bannon, Theresa Mannion, George Hook, Henry McKean, Nuala Carey and others. Names you'll know and some you won't have met yet. It's all there on seniortimes.ie or wherever you get your podcasts. Just Google Driving Life with Connor Faulkner and you can email me at connorfaulkner at gmail.com. But now it's Sam Wade. Let's go and meet him. Sam Wade, Road Safety Authority Chief Executive. Thank you very much for uh, for chatting to me today. How are you? Good, good, Connor, and thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me on to the podcast. I look forward to um, to talking about road safety and, and sharing views on on road safety, not just now but going forward. Yeah, very good, and we will do just that. Um, but uh, let's start off by learning a little bit about you, Sam, because you're new to role, really. Um, was it June 2020? I mean, or is it recently, certainly, um, and straight into the pandemic. So it must have been a strange time to uh, to make that career move to, to such a big role. Yeah, yeah, and I suppose I want to, um, I suppose at the outset, I want to um, try and dispel this myth because some of my staff even say to me, I'm, I'm new to the role and it uh, feels like I've been here about eight years. So, um, <laughs> you know, I no, I, I did, you're, you're right, Axe, I joined the organisation in a, for everyone, globally, it was unprecedented times. Um, yeah. And I joined the Road Safety Authority and, and, and the really focusing on road safety at a time when, um, some people might have uh, might have deemed that there was more important things in the world, um, yeah. and and maybe still to right to this day, people might believe that actually there's more important things in road safety. But for me, road safety um, isn't something on the other side of the world or in another continent. It's actually here. It's here on our roads. It's here on our doorsteps. It's here outside our schools. Um, it's it's yeah. it's at our workplaces. So that's. Uh, um, but but yes, the the period that I've been in role, it's been there's been so much happening, and, and hopefully we can get into sharing some of that, yeah. that progress. We, we, we will, we will. But in the meantime, it, 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 relatively or not, you, it, it is a new role for you. Are you based in Ballina, Sam? Do you work out of the office there? So so the, so the Road Safety Authority, um, the the head office is based in Ballina, County Mayo. But but Road Safety Authority as an organisation, it's it's a national organisation. We deliver services to the public across the whole country. But we're more than just a national organisation. We we work internationally um, with the, the European Commission, with our fellow EU member states. Um, I, I've got staff and, and and third party providers providing services, and and we've got multiple offices across the whole country. Uh, driver licensing offices. We've got NCT 
uh, vehicle um, inspection uh, buildings and, and centers. And, and we've got other offices that, that serve the, the wider um, support, um, you know, whether it's a professional certi certification yeah. for, for commercial drivers. And, and there's also then the mobile part of our services, the roadworthiness checks for the commercial yeah. vehicles. So you're actually one of those organizations that you have an awful lot of touch points with uh, with the Irish community, don't you? I mean, there, there are uh, state agencies that sort of operate more or less behind the scenes. You don't come across them that often. But the Road Safety Authority, the normal citizen, is going to engage with you for half a dozen different reasons, whether it's the basic driving license or the provision of the tests or the lessons, or as you say, the commercial vehicle stuff, if you're operating business. Uh, there's an awful lot of, of, of customer engagements, if you like, with, with the broader community, isn't there? Yes, there is. There is, and we would, um, you know, we know that you know, ninety-five percent of of the Irish uh, adult population are aware of of RSA Road Safety Authority and 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 what we do and who we are. Um, but actually, it's an it's the hundred percent of of the Irish population that. Um, that I need and, and want people not only just to be aware of road safety, but actually um, put in place and, and in, enhance and improve our behaviours. Um, all road users, not just any one particular category of road users. Very good. Um, so can I, how do you find your own driving experience, uh, Sam? I, I mean, actually, the road from Dublin to Ballina is one I know well. Um, but uh, it's... You, know, you you can live by a virtual world these days and, uh, you know, be in a meeting in Delhi one minute and a meeting in Sligo the next without ever having to leave your desk. Um, but presumably you do get out and about. What, what's your experience driving on the roads and are you more conscious of your of yourself now that you're in the role you're in? So, so uh, I suppose a, a little bit about myself. Um, you know, driving, driving on 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 wider road safety. Um, you know, part of my background, I've um, engineering technology is a big part of my background, but also um, more recently, it is actually an, an education has been part of my. Um, my 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 upbringing and my DNA as well. So so the, the combination of those things actually brings to the fore in terms of driving. Um, I'm I've met a number of multiple stakeholders. I I enjoy walking. Um, I enjoy exercising, jogging. I enjoy cycling. I mm. enjoy driving. Um, so so some some I've met some particular stakeholder groups, and and they've maybe been frustrated that. That I do all these things, um, yeah. but actually, the important thing is that there's no one particular group has uh, primacy on the road, and and that's that, where that, to... that, that, that that is a key message in my view, Sam. Because you're you're dead right. I mean, I, I I used to think about that from the AA's point of view. There's nobody in the world who is just a motorist, and um, you know, we're, we're, when we get where we're going, we become pedestrians, and ev absolutely everybody is a stakeholder in various different ways. We all want clean and safe and nice streets, and uh, you know, the, the great thing about road safety is. When we get it right, everybody wins. It 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 should yes, not well, and, and, and and that is where I would um um quite recently I um conversation with with uh, my minister, and um you know, I and I've said this on more than one occasion where I started my career building motor cars. So I've got a I've got a, a genuine interest in driving and 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 automotive vehicles. Um, You're in BMW, but uh, but I'm now I, I fast so. forward. I'm now actually working. I'm actually working to slow cars down. <laughs> have haven't did, built them. 
Did you work in BMW? I read at one. Yeah, so so I was, um, and and it was it it was the the final manufacturer. It was the operations, the the OEM, the overall equipment manufacturer. Right. So so that was actually the you know from a from an engineering and te technology perspective, uh, there there was always a sense of, um, you know, you've 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 produced something that will help people, um, get be mobile. Yeah. Um, but the world has changed. The world has changed. And being mobile is more than just about having a car and driving a car. Um, yeah. But at the same time, no manufacturer would, would manufacture a car and and encourage people to drive that car in a unsafe manner. And and that's where um, you know that, that's where it, it's interesting that uh, is if we come to 2022 and going forward, yeah. um, you know, you know, vehicles and driving, it's 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 part of a wider mobility challenge that we all have um, in society. And that's not even mentioning the, the the climate conversation, which provides another layer of just massive imperative uh, that we have to do transport more efficiently. It's got to be clean. It's got to be green uh, and, and it's got to be safe. And I, I guess that brings us Sam, to 2022. Um, I, I know that there's a new road safety strategy launched and um, there's a lot in it. 50 key actions you know that that can be a lot for for, for people to digest and um, but can we begin just by setting the scene for the road safety strategy i mean i recall the first irish road safety strategy i think it was 1997 um and at mm. that stage we had um well a couple of things about our road safety record one it was lousy and um, there were all sorts of reasons for that but we had way over 400 road deaths per year uh, which is catastrophic in itself but also we benchmarked really poorly against everybody else in Europe, none more so than our immediate neighbours, the Brits, who had a very, very good road safety record, and ours was lousy. We didn't do anything right. We didn't enforce right. We didn't set speed limits right. We didn't train drivers correctly. We ignored drinking and driving. We didn't bother about seatbelts, and we had crash statistics to prove it. And from the year 2000 on, we really got our act together. Um, now, I suppose another aspect of that is so did everybody else, uh, you know, other countries in the world. But we really got our act together and we cut road debts way, way down. Now, in doing that, Sam, I'm not going to say it was easy because there was a broad national conversation that needed to be had and road safety was a big, big thing for a long, long time. But the actual policy measures were easy because we knew what to do. We could just copy the best practice countries. Um, and sure enough, we made a similar sort of progress. Um, and this is brilliant. Last year, there were 136 people killed as opposed to 400 and something. Fantastic. We're now amongst the best practice countries in the world. The challenge then for the incoming chief executive of the Road Safety Authority is where do you go from here? When, when the, the, the relatively easy work and the low-hanging fruit is gone, how do, we, how do we get better from here? Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Think you're not smart enough to own a smartphone? Well, think again and think Doro. Doro phones are designed specially with the older person in mind. They're easy to use with louder sound and larger text. Plus numerous state-of-the-art features that don't compromise on performance or quality. To learn more about the full range of high-tech Doro phones, visit doro.ie. Doro phones, make friends with innovation. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times? Visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook. What, what I would like to first say, there's been a lot of progress made. Uh, and then I'll come to the, the, the you know, as, as I would say it, we're, we're into the hard yards territory now. But actually, there's still a lot of basics that still have to be addressed. Um, my, uh, in my previous experience, and, and there is a tedious link, um, I, I, was, um, I was involved in implementing the NCT testing of cars uh, back in 2000. Uh-huh. And that was, um, you know, that was like 1998, as you rightly point out, there's what, 458 people died in Irish roads. Now, um, I, I so clearly recall the cultural uh, view of NCT and cars yeah. back in 2000. It was a, excuse me, you're, you're actually going to inspect my car for roadworthiness. And, um, but that was actually, we were, let's remember, uh, Ireland was one of the, um, last countries to implement in the whole of the EU, yeah, they, we got the derogation, the derogation, yeah, yeah, couldn't, yeah. Couldn't, we promised we were, to do it for twenty years and never bothered. Yeah. So, so if we if we fast forward to twenty twenty two, we've actually um, we've made fantastic progress, as as you rightly point out. Since then, we we've reduced road deaths by seventy percent. Um, in twenty twenty one, we've had the lowest road deaths um, on record, one hundred and thirty six. Yeah. Now. Um, people may say, ah but, ah, but Sam, there was COVID and there was less traffic. The fact is, we had 136. Yes, that yeah. was provisional de- uh, information that, that is still... It's, it's, um, it's, it's also a 20-year pattern. It's not an exceptional uh, performance. You know, yeah. we, we, we've made incremental performance almost every year for 20 years, and we did again last year. So the COVID, the COVID excuse doesn't really stack up. Yeah, and, and there is a, a maybe a little bit of context. Well, you know, what are the things that stand out in, in achieving a record lowest number of road deaths. Um, you know, the things that stand out, there, there was mandatory alcohol testing in 2006. There was the establishment of the RSA itself in, in, in the same year, the lowering of drink, drink drive limit um, yeah. in 2010. Um, there, there was high profile crash lives um, advertising, which That's involved right. uh, vict- victims. And, and let's not forget that even though we've achieved the lowest record of deaths, there's still 136 families last year um, yeah, have an empty so, chair. Yeah, it's almost obscene to point to that number as if it was good news, isn't it? I, I know, you know, if yeah. you're a rationalist and a statistician, it clearly is good news. But uh, underlying it, you know, that it, it's it's a catastrophic number. Yeah, and and this is where more more recently the the safety camera network has been upgraded. We've got a, a graduated introduction of the graduated licensing system. And, and the drug testing at the roadside, and that's it's interesting that uh, in Garda Shikana and Road Safety Authority, we have um, very worryingly observed the increased uh, drug yeah. um, taking and driving, um, which is is um, becoming as as uh, as a um, worrying uh, statistic uh, for society as it is drink driving. Yeah, and probably, and probably, sorry to cut across, and probably as common, and I think the more we test for that, the more we'll find it. You know, if you lift up rocks, you find things underneath. Um, so I, I, I suspect the new road safety strategy will look at things like that. But so, all of those, yeah. Yeah. I just, all of those changes you make, and I remember them all, Sam, having been soaked in this area for 25, 30 years myself, 
myself professionally, every one of those changes, um, every time they came along, there was always voices in Irish society that just resisted them. Don't want speed cameras, they're a racket. Don't want to give guards extra powers. Um, two pints doesn't make a difference. Three pints is fine in rural Ireland. Uh, you haven't made the roads. Always voices resisting it. But, but nearly every time, there's about 20% of, of people say it's a terrible idea, but the a big majority convinced by the data says we need to do this. Um, so I remember when the first drink drive limit was lowered from 100 to 80, uh, and 100 is a ridiculous limit, but it was 100. And when it was lowered to 80, there was a storm of controversy. I mean, I was getting harassing phone calls practically from people up and down the country, orchestrated campaign, ringing ministers and even ringing little me, and, and loads of people being outraged about it. Then in 2010, when it was lowered again, it wasn't controversial at all wasn't controversial at all um, and actually now I find sometimes in the debate you have to guard against the zealots you have to guard against people getting vocal saying make it zero make everything zero make every speed limit 30 kph and you kind of have to say no guys this has to okay. be okay so you know? so let me so let me jump in at that point then uh, Connor because hopefully you, you wouldn't refer to me as a salad because what I am going to say to you right now vision zero is achievable Vision zero, where and this is um, your your question about the the where do we go now? Because actually, yeah. you know, uh, we're we are into the hard yard territory, and and I want to expand in terms of this isn't just about one organisation having all the answers or solutions mm -hmm. because um, vision zero is something that Ireland uh, as part of. Um, the, the, not just EU, but the United Nations, we have signed up to Vision Zero as a country. Uh, yeah. Vision Zero, by 2050, um, there'll be zero deaths and serious injuries on our roads. Um, yeah. That is achievable. It, 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 that it, it, is just achievable. Con just context for people on Vision Zero, I think it was originally a Swedish idea going back perhaps even to the 1980s or early 90s. And the, the basic vision is the only acceptable number of road deaths is zero and with safe systems safe drivers various interventions it can be achieved just an insistence that it can be achieved uh, and it's dismissed as aspirational and um, but you know it, ha it has been the sort of north star for uh, road safety organizations across the oecd uh, and you know it's been sort of laid down by the united nations now and ireland has signed up and um, so that's a sort of a societal declaration that we're not finished here and um, we we will keep going until we achieve zero and and there is there is something connor about um this isn't one one particular and, and you're you're right at that as a country we've signed up to this so it isn't necessarily it's not one political party or one mm. particular government as you know this is something that ireland has signed up to whoever is governing our, our nation going forward um but what i want to bring it back to is that well the achievability of it um so yeah. so they are our, our new strategy and and we this is the fifth government road safety strategy for ireland and mm. and that's a, a positive thing because actually i don't believe we would have achieved the progress we've made without those strategies government strategies in place um, agree, yeah. because government strategies helps to focus um priorities and helps to focus outcomes and the need mm. to deliver outcomes and it gives the public confidence that actually we are improving the safety of our roads and we can we can then hopefully we'll be, we will be monitoring and reporting uh, the statistics that we can then see a reduction in collisions in serious injuries and fatalities so yeah, and, the, the and, target and, sorry go ahead 
Yeah, and, and it's it's great to give yourself targets so that your toes can be held to the fire. You can challenge yourself on performance. You can see if you're getting where you're going. Um, and I, the road safety strategies have included hard targets, which is which is. I, I agree with you. It's one of the reasons for the success. The latest strategy, as I say, there are 50 key actions just in sympathy for people trying to get their arms around it. What, what would you say are the, the priority areas if you talk about how we achieve these targets? Okay, so so one of the, um, the there's, there's a couple of key areas in those 50. Um, one of the key areas is speed. Mm. And um, speeding continues... Um, even with all the progress we've made as a country, and and this is actually still continues to be a pandemic across other EU member states, speed yeah. continues to be uh, one of the um, predominant underlying contributing factors to collisions, and yeah. collisions resulting in serious injuries and fatalities. So, so there is a <clears throat> excuse me, yes, th- there is a, a couple of high impact actions that. Um, Yes, there is an action for average speed cameras, um, which, which actually is a positive change, change in behavior in a positive way. It's average speed cameras, it isn't about a big brother approach. Um, the other area is the speed review, an action which yeah. is looking at 30 kilometers per hour, um, but also, also looking at other speed um, limits because um, the statistics, the evidence, the data um, yeah. confirms that actually the largest percentage of fatalities occur on roads which are 80 kilometers or above across Ireland. Yeah. Um, but but one of the key actions is, <coughs> excuse me, uh, focusing on the 30 kilometer and the implementation of 30 kilometer uh, speed zones, um, 30 kilometer as a default um, across yeah. the whole country. I, I, do you know I, I, a couple of things on that? Just again, from being long in the tooth, I, I remember legislatively at one stage we had the default speed limit on the primary network was um, uh, was set at sixty miles per hour. It became uh, we wound up with a situation where I had these eighty kilometer. Um, default speed limits on ridiculous country roads and uh, it, it, it literally made a mockery of the speed strategy when you had a road with grass growing up the middle of it and a shiny sign with 80 kph on it so it just looked ridiculous uh, I have a bit of a concern about the 30 kph blanket imposition uh, and I tell you why Sam I fear individual local authorities um, just changing the number on the pole across whole swathes of the areas of their control. Uh, um, and then you get this culture where it does feel like you're just out to get the motorist. And, you know, the people might look out for guards, but they don't buy into the speed limit of being sensible. You grow a disconnect there. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? So the, um, we, we, as a society, we, we want to protect our uh, communities. We want to protect our children. We want to protect adults who are using the roads, whether they're walking, cycling, um, driving um, on a horse, uh, whatever the, the mode of transport is, um, um, and, and e-scooters, which, which we'll yeah, maybe yeah, come yeah. to, you know, all, all sorts of different, yeah, yeah, 
all sorts of different modes of transport. But and but what I would say is that you know this isn't just about um, inner city or urban areas. This is is about the whole country. And mm. and the point about there needs to be and, and this was discussed in the Rockfest committee recently. There needs to be a consistency of approach yeah. in terms of the speed limits. Um, but we know that we know that actually um, the largest majority of serious injuries. One of our targets in the new strategy is reduce serious injuries, and, and and the figures are from circa 1260 to 630 or lower yeah. by 2030. Actually, no. that, 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 that just as an aside, that, that, that's a much better figure to use than the, the eye-catching number of deaths because okay. the, deaths, yeah. it's the statistics are small numbers. You know, you, you, can, you can distort your view. Uh, you're better off taking that, that larger statistic. And, 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 and that reduction in serious injuries, the majority of the serious injuries are um, occur in um, speed zones that are 50 kilometer or lower. So the data... And the evidence actually points us to, well, um, reducing the speed limits to 30 kilometer will, um, will, will not automatically, but it will push us in the yeah. right direction to reduce the serious injuries, the, the, the chance of a collision occurring and a serious injury. Yeah. And, and that, will, that will deliver, that will deliver the outcome and the target that we've signed up to. Now, that's a difficult message for people to maybe one, understand and two, to accept. But those are the, the when I refer to the, we're into the hard yards. These yeah. are the hard yards decisions that need to be made. Um, and it's interesting that people will refer to parts of the road network to say, well, 30 kilometers per hour in a particular stretch of road. That's ridiculous, Sam. Mm. But let me let me challenge, let me challenge everyone in this regard. Um, do you want to have a patchwork quilt of speed limits across the whole country? If you were making a two or three hour journey, your yeah. head is frazzled. Your head is frazzled because there's no consistency from one county to another. Yeah, broadly true at the moment, yeah. So, and, and that's where I believe then in terms of the, this, the, the, there's physical infrastructure, which is an engineering solution, but yeah. there is a technology. There is a technology solution. There's technology solutions that need to be called upon and implemented um, to help to help road users, to help mm. drivers, um, to and almost reduce just, the stress, reduce the yeah. stress of, of using the road in that way. And there does need to be um, a mindset change from, from drivers too, I think. I mean, a, a driver in an urban area in the 21st century uh, should feel like a guest, should, you know, should feel cautious, uh, should be aware that they're in a, you know, a multimodal space with your cyclists and your kids and your shoppers and revelers, whatever it might be. Um, and, and, you know, I do think you're, you're right to stick to the data, Sam. I think it's, it's the best way to take heat uh, out of a conversation sometimes is to make sure that we're data led and 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 data driven so speed is is a whole chapter in its own right is is there anything else you think is key for us i mean i'm thinking about areas like vehicle technology for example um it may be coming a little further out than than 2030 but we will be talking about autonomous cars and and yeah um, Okay, like that. so 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 let me um you know the 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 meeting the meeting I just come out with was actually with an organisation that is technology solutions, 
um, for um, not just in-vehicle technology solution, but actually traffic management systems. Mm. Um, and this is where technology, um, uh, te technology and vehicles were in 2022. Um, as of this summer, uh, vehicles will um, will be mandated to have intelligence speed assess assistance features um, in, in vehicles that are manufactured from, from July this year onwards. Um, in two years' time, um, EU members, including Arling, um, uh, countries and manufacturers will be mandated that any, any new vehicle sold uh, in two years' time, uh, will um, you won't be able to sell that vehicle on the open market unless it has that intelligence speed assistance functionality. Now, for, for listeners who are maybe unfamiliar with it, that's that's a technology feature in a new vehicle that that uh, informs you of yeah. what speed you're doing and what speed zone you're in. So if you're in a 30 kilometer or 50 kilometer zone, it is very visibly and audibly telling right. you you're breaking the speed limit. Yeah, and, and I, just, I just tell you, as the as the lazy motorist myself, because you know very few motorists, I, I believe, deliberately break the speed limit. There might be a five percent cohort, but you know most people are just trying to to get where they're going, and they get caught out, distracted. I love the cruise control function, and um, you know it's one less thing I have to concentrate on. And in those more modern vehicles, you will be able to just set up a function on your car, never exceed the speed limit. Um, yes, uh, and, yeah. and, and and that's where that's where technology. So conversations going back to the point about RSA and other organisations in Ireland need to be. We need to. We have been, but we need to be continue to be international. And what I mean by that is that um, from day one, from taking up my post in RSA, from day one, I've been having conversations with EU officials to say that we haven't gone far enough. Um, and what I mean by that in terms of the intelligence speed assistance, mm. let's take the stress off the drivers and let's automate, let's automate so that actually your vehicle, your vehicle doesn't, you can't physically break the speed limit. Now, I believe, I believe that that not only uh, would be a safer outcome, it's a more predictable outcome. Yeah. And if, if we can bring more um, predictability to the road safety outcomes, that actually will save lives. It will reduce yeah. collisions. And to some extent, it will bring a... Um, now, now, some critics might say, well, hang on a sec, Sam, are you suggesting like it's almost like we're going to automate... Uh, you're, mm. you're go you want to automate our journey. Well, mm. yeah. Yes, yeah. indeed. And, and yeah. actually, there, there's, it's a case of automating the journey so that we reduce the human, the human yeah. intervention. Because let's go back to the basics. 95% of collisions are human error. Yeah. They're, they're not caused by the vehicle. They're, they're not caused by the, the horse. They're not caused by the yeah. bicycle on the road, they're actually human error. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, you know, Google have, have produced a concept car with no steering wheel. Uh, and, you know, if, eventually I think that technology will be liberating for us. It might feel very different, but uh, um, but but we can certainly, I think it will be a key contributor to zero when we do get to zero. We're, we're not going to get to zero in the next eight years. Um, you know, I, I think we all accept that. Um, but but on, on the way to it, Sam, um, road safety to this point has always had a fair wind of public support behind it um you know it, it 
you know, normally it's been the popular thing to do. Um, do you feel that we'll have public support for these measures as 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 people start feeling them as they start making? Yeah, difference? so so it's um so it's interesting in terms of public support and and. Uh, it would be remiss of me not to bring in the, the other key area for safer roads, which is enforcement. Um, the, the public, the public have spoken um, in regard to um, support for more stringent penalties. Um, RSA, we conducted a, a survey and the public, um, over 70% of the public were supportive of increased penalty points as a result of using a mobile phone, as a result of breaking the speed limit. So this is where um, not just as a society, as a system and Mm -hmm. as a government, uh, we need to say, well, the public have spoken. So actually um, policy and legislation needs to move and catch up with yeah. with the the public's view that actually and I know that um, the road collisions there is a continued there's a large number of of the public behave really well on the roads really mm. respectful they don't break the speed limits most of the people most of the time yeah. most of the people most of the time but there's a continued there 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 is a continued um, per behaviour. And and the public have spoken and said, Do you know what? Actually, we're supportive of increased penalty points, and that yeah. that then comes through. That comes through to the role that the judiciary and the court service have a, and and in Garda Shikana now, and Garda Shikana um, mm. are enforcing, um, are are picking up this per behaviour, but there needs to be follow through. The NTM, where actually then the courts, um, the courts actually serve, yeah, um, the, that 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 uh, consequence. Yeah, well, the, you're, you're being polite about it, Sam, but the administration on that downstream is poor. Um, and, you know, that it, that's clearly among the, the key actions is to get our act together there. Um, I suppose a slight cautionary note for me, I was, you know, as always the motoring activist, uh, um, so jaundiced view, if you wish. But the slight cautionary note for me would be uh, a lot of people say they want harsh punishments because it sort of fits with natural justice. Um, but you know, when those things play out, if you have a circumstance where people feel as if the ordinary guy who's well behaved almost all of the time is being pinged for micro violations and now has nine points on his license, where you still see the pub car park full of lights at midnight and no sign of a guard. Uh, we have to stay connected to what's really happening in society, don't we? Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I agree. We need to stay connected to what's happening in society. Um um, in terms of drink driving, um, it, it's simple. Don't drink and drive. Uh, in terms of speeding, um, if 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 you don't break the speed limit, then you won't get penalty points for speeding. Um, and that's that's individuals. That you know, yeah. that, never. It's like what your neighbour does, or what your your mate does, or what your work colleagues do. Um, if we start with ourselves. If we improve our behaviour, if we actually um, and encourage our children and encourage our, our, our friends to be more responsible, um, if if they've had a drink or a few drinks and they're the designated driver, 
you know, grab the key, you know, get it, all of you get a taxi home and you can encourage in a positive way, your peers, your family, your partner um, to, to, um, to not take that risk. Yeah. And look, I think that's a positive uh, note on which to wrap, Sam. I mean, this is a, a national conversation that's going to continue and continue. Uh, there's lots we could have talked about. I mean, what, 74% of fatalities are still male. <laughs> there's a whole other conversation to be had there. Um, uh, reaching the young, younger audience, understanding who's doing the killing and who's doing the dying. Um, it, 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 you know, it's it's a, an area that will challenge and fascinate uh, in, in the months and years ahead. Uh, Sam, you're very good to take the time to have a chat. Um, I, I know you came to me off uh, a Zoom meeting in Delhi and you're off somewhere else now. So uh, a, a, a very busy guy. Um, Listen, I want to say thank you very much and, and I, I wish you all, all the best with the job. Thank you, Connor. There you go. That's CEO of the Road Safety Authority, Sam Wade. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed it. Please check out previous episodes where you'll find chats with people like Shane Ross, Teresa Mannion, Ivan Yates, Dermot Bannon, George Hook and others. It's all there on seniortimes.ie or wherever you get your podcasts. Just Google Driving Life with Connor Faulkner and you can email me at connorfaulkner at gmail.com. Until next time, drive safely, live happily and come back and see us again. by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations.